Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am very excited to bring you this episode today. It is a framework, it is an idea that I personally live by, that a lot of my clients resonate with, and it is how to be chill and ambitious. And I love this concept because I grew up in a world, I'm going to share a little bit more about my story, but I grew up in a world where it was like, this is the good way to be, and this will get you to to the life and the relationships and the the things you want, which for me became chill, right? And I, you know, I believe in blending ideas and I really think about the thing, the, the framework or the quote that moderation in all things is the way to live a happy, healthy, good, spiritual, um, contributing life, right? The way that I desire to live my life is the best that I can offer um, my family, my business, you know, my clients, you guys that listen to this podcast. And I really believe that finding moderation in any, anything that we are, any personality trait we identify with, which arguably we create, but that's a podcast for another day. And um, so I grew up feeling like I was a very chill person. Um, I was very relaxed. I was easygoing. I was the low maintenance girlfriend, right? All that. (laughs) And I took a lot of pride in that. I grew up with a dad who always called me like the peacekeeper in my house. And um, I got a lot of praise for how easygoing I was and um, just all of that. Maybe you can relate to that. And I remember over time, you know, as a little girl, being, being easygoing is helpful in the home. And there was a lot of good things that came from it, right? There's always a light side and a dark side to our gifts. And so I got a lot of praise, like I said, and a lot of feedback that that was how I should behave and that I was so good, right? And so I got the idea and it was reinforced by my parents, not because they're bad, just because, you know, that's how things roll sometimes, that being chill was more desirable than going for what I wanted or being assertive, um, being upfront and honest. So I kind of got into some bad habits like people pleasing and manipulation, not like evil manipulation, but I could, I can calm someone down in a, in an instant, right? Like I know how to read people's emotions, but the problem is, is sometimes I don't speak my truth, right? And people pleasing sometimes becomes lying, not because we're liars. It's just that we're afraid to speak our truth and change the status quo. We're afraid to rock the boat. And so my chill nature Um, ended up costing me a lot. And I didn't know that until I really started studying self-help and coaching, truly, and getting coached, right? Showing the patterns um, that I would replay and things. And I started to realize that people-pleasing was a form of control, a form of fear. And that's like some of my personal work, right? And so this chill version of me has served me in so many ways, but the dark side is, is that I couldn't be a powerful coach if I was always trying to be chill and keep the status quo. I also wouldn't get what I actually desired if I stayed chill and happy all the time, right? And so then the intro, you know, I introduced the second part of who I really am, which is I am very ambitious. And that that didn't come into play until I was a new mom and I found coaching. I'm not going to go deep into that story, but you, you might have heard me talk about it before where I found coaching at a time where our family needed me to make 
an income. It, it was like a tight situation for my family. And so tapping into the ambition part of me really healed a lot of that idea of black and white thinking, like, well, I'm just this way, right? We, especially as coaches, we know like <laughs> that's not true, right? Like so much of what the story we tell ourselves isn't actually true. And this is my version of that. So I'm really excited to talk about how to be chill and ambitious because I think a lot of us want you know, want to have it all. We want to have an amazing business. We also want to have slow time and time freedom with our kids and our husbands or our partners. And we want to be able to slow down and go on vacation or to be able to have an amazing workout or to journal and read books and not always feel rushed. And I think this is a really important discussion to have, but it's even deeper than just what we do, right? Like this is really about who we are. And so when I say chill and ambitious, I do mean at the identity level. Right? I, I identify as chill and ambitious, and I want to talk about why it's good to have a blend. I really think, this is my personal opinion, of course, this whole podcast is, this is just how I see things, but I think very few things in life are all good or all bad. And part of what I grew up believing is that there were some personality traits that were good and some personality traits that were bad, especially as a girl, especially as a woman. And I'm not going to go on a feminist rant here. Don't worry. But I do think that that shows up in other ways for everyone, right? Like men are supposed to be strong and, you know, assertive. Women are supposed to be more submissive. It can be gender roles. It can be even like the type of career you choose, right? Like when people think of coaches, they think of, you know, go-getters and super bubbly. And if you're very chill like me, you might not resonate with that messaging or maybe you're super organized and that's just not how you are, right? And, um, or who you've been up to this point, I would say, um, to challenge some of that thinking. But anyway, there's very few things in life that are all good or all bad, even your personality. So like I was sharing, like my whole life, I had been kind of geared towards being chill as a good thing. Easygoing was good. And then I got into the entrepreneur world and I realized that chill cost me. I wasn't aggressive enough in my marketing. I wasn't assertive enough when I knew I could help someone, right? And so it showed up in me backing out or just letting things be okay instead of fighting for my dream, fighting for my client on the other end of the consult call, fighting for how good I knew I was, things like that. And that might be showing up for you too. And I really want you to take a second and evaluate, do you see yourself in what I'm saying? Are you so chill that you're not creating the results you actually want? Right? I think that's a really simple way to know if you're being too chill, like if you've gone to the dark side of chill, right? And so the other side is like the ambitious side where you are a go-getter and you are assertive and you demand what you want and you go for it until you get it. Um, and you have big dreams and you take massive action and all those things. Because one of the way, other ways I like to talk about it with my clients is like there's like the Zen gardener and the overeager entrepreneur, right? Like, and we can be both, but we have to know where the blend is. We have to know what season it is and the right ratio or mixture of chill and ambitious is you're getting the results that you actually want, right? You're not settling. I think the dark side of chill is settling. The dark side of ambition is missing your your life. You are so obsessed with the future. You miss your relationships. You're over hustling. You're burning out, right? There's always a dark side to both. And coming into the middle and blending when it's time to be chill, when it's time to be ambitious, when to take action, when to relax, when to rest, that is such a personal thing. But you can know if it's good or not based on the results that you're getting. And so for a lot of you, you're going to resonate one way or the other. And coming into the middle is going to feel like home because I feel like that is 
the new way to be an entrepreneur, especially if you're a mom, especially if you have health goals, especially if you want more success than just business success, which I am an advocate for, as you know. So my chill lost me a lot of, um, a lot of things in my life. But one of the things that I, I actually want to talk about is how it lost me my mental peace. And that might seem counterintuitive. You're like, but chill equals relaxed and, you know, rested and Zen gardener. (laughs) But for me, I was so chill. I felt like a part of me wasn't there because I am ambitious too. And I had to honor that part of me. But for a lot of my young motherhood days when I had a newborn and when I had a young baby, I was just at home and I was very chill. You know, I'd go, I'd walk to the pool and I would, you know, just go on walks with her in the stroller. And I loved it, but I also had this other side of me that I wasn't honoring, which was my ambitious side. I had always been ambitious. I had always planned to get my master's degree and have a career and work, you know, have an office. Like, I think I've talked about how I loved the movie Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis because I wanted her life. Like, I loved that she was a mom. I loved that she had an office. I loved that she helped people. (laughs) And I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. And then I dropped out of therapy school this day. Um, at home. It's not called therapy school, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm calling it therapy school. I dropped out of therapy school to be with my baby. And it was a sacrifice for me. And I was happy to do it. That's truly what I wanted. I wanted to be home. I did not want to be working at an office outside of my home, but I didn't even know coaching was a possibility. Right. So when I found coaching, it really was the blend of chill and ambitious. I could be home with my babies. I could work at home. I didn't have to be out of the home. I could honor my ambition and still create something and do something big with my life without sacrificing everything else that I wanted. And so for me, this is why I'm such an advocate for creating a coaching business is because it is the way to be both, right? The way to be chill and ambitious. And this is not just in business, right? Like you can be chill and ambitious with your eating habits, with your family time, with your spirituality, with your habits for, um, anything you do, right? Like your nutrition, your marriage, whatever it is, there's a blend, right? Where you're not always go, 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 but you're also not Zen gardener, not getting anything done. And so for me, when I found coaching, I was able to start playing big and I felt more fulfilled. I felt more like myself. I felt more alive because I was finally honoring that side of me. And so wherever you fall, whether you're more chill or more ambitious, what is that costing you to be out out of whack a little bit? Because you're so far on one side. I want you to rein it in and find moderation in both because that is the way to build your business without burning out. It also is the way to have a successful business without settling, coming into the middle. So I kind of want to take this conversation talking about breaking it down. Um, I'm first going to talk about how to be chill (laughs) and then we'll talk about how to be ambitious and then we'll talk about how to blend both. So let's start with how to be chill. The first thing I wanted to share is like savor moments. Another way of saying this is to be present. When I think of being present, I think of savoring each moment, which to me means like lingering in it. So like, for example, I I just put my kids to bed and Riley, my three-year-old, had a Band-Aid on her leg and she just wanted a big hug. That's something that she asks for and that I offer a lot because I pretty sure her love language is physical touch. Sometimes she just needs a really big hug from me. So I make that offer a lot. And so I gave her a big hug and I just like let myself linger in that moment. And it almost made me emotional, right? Like, and I think a lot of us are afraid to go there and we're so afraid of our emotions and which is why we have a hard time being in the present moment. But the more we practice, the more we expand our, our ability to do that. And you can do this in your business, but you could also do this in your personal life. Just linger in the moment, linger in the breakthrough with your client, linger in the gratitude you have for your current 
you know, your current business results or your current relationships, just linger in the feeling, get really, really present and time will slow down. That's one way to be chill. The next thing that um, is more tactical is to schedule nothing in your calendar. Schedule your downtime first. And this is counterintuitive, right? Like if you have goals, like the first thing you want to do is like schedule your activities, schedule your client calls, schedule your content creation. But if you're not careful, you will book yourself solid and you're not going to give yourself time to think. And if you study geniuses, if you study high performers, they take deep rest. And so if you want to play this game for the long game, you really have to schedule nothing in your calendar. Make that downtime a priority. Do it first. When you're planning your day, I plan my day on, um, or my, I plan my week on Sunday and that's something I look at. Like, when am I going to do nothing? And I don't get a ton of downtime as a, as a mom and as a business owner, but I do make sure sometimes I have blocks of time where I have nothing planned. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. I'm not working, you know, sometimes, and I fill it with effort I want. Sometimes we do we go to the park, but it wasn't a planned thing. I just let my intuition guide me. So schedule nothing. <laughs> and then this is another one, especially if you're a mom, even if you're not a mom, if you have an online business, stop the mental work. It is so hard to turn your brain off. It is so hard to leave your computer and like mentally close the tabs. Stop thinking about your next offer. Stop thinking about your client that just voxered you. Stop thinking about the post you want to write. Stop thinking about how you're, you know, what you're going to do next month. Stop thinking about your revenue. Just stop the mental work. And it is so hard to do this, but I promise this is how you get your life back. This is how you chill out. <laughs> this is how you create holistic success. Stop working in your mind. When you're doing the dishes, just notice when you start to think about that Instagram post or that one coach that ticks you off <laughs> or the one client that you're a little worried about who's not getting results, right? Stop and turn your brain off. Get present. Focus on the soap on the dishpan. Really like get that granular. Focus on your kid right in front of you who's talking to you. Focus on vacuum. Focus on the walk. Focus on the cloud you see in the sky. Like whatever it is when, when you're not working, obviously like I'm sharing mom things. Some of you might not be moms who are listening, but whatever you do when you're done working, like focus on the TV show that you're watching with your partner. Like it doesn't matter. You have to lose yourself in the present moment or you will always work. And actually you're going to stop being as creative. You're going to stop being as productive because you don't have that rest time. I read a book called the 5am club and in that Robin Sharma, the author teaches this idea of um, the twin cycles of elite performance. One of them is deep rest and the other side is high performance. So we have to go through cycles of high performance and deep rest in order to play at our highest level. And I really want to recommend you make a note of this, like just make this your number one priority. How can I stop mentally working when I'm not actually working? And if ideas come, like jot them down, but get back to the present moment as often as you can. This is how you're going to generate your best ideas. And it sounds counterintuitive, but you actually don't have to think about your business all the time to generate your best ideas. Um, this is how your brain can like rest and also how it can process in the background for you all the ideas you already have, right? I'm talking about consciously not working. Your subconscious can do work all the time. That's fine. Let it, but don't make your conscious brain work all the time. Stop mentally working. The next thing I want to offer for being more chill is to have more fun. And some of you are going to need to schedule this, but 
I highly recommend making it a part of your life. Life is just way too short not to have fun. Don't postpone joy with your kids or with your family members or with your loved ones until your business is more successful. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard, (laughs) right? Okay, I want to build a business so that I can have more fun and more freedom in my life. But in order to do that, I'm gonna sacrifice more fun and freedom now. Wait a minute. And we're gonna talk about how to be ambitious, but I really think we get it backwards. Like a lot of my regrets as a business owner is that I sacrificed moments with my children for my business in order to have moments with my children in the future, that doesn't even make sense, right? And when I had that realization, I was like, one, really sad, and I had to process some some deep regret, but I also was able to make the shift. Like, I'm gonna have fun now. I'm gonna enjoy my, my time and my motherhood now, even though I do have goals, even though I am ambitious, I'm not gonna sacrifice my enjoyment of the present moment just because I have goals I haven't hit yet. So schedule fun, have play time, <laughs> whether that's date nights, whether it's going out to the movies, whether it's, you know, just leaving your phone and going on a walk, like it doesn't really matter. Have fun, play more, schedule it. The next thing that I wanted to bring up, and this isn't really about what to do, it's more about how to perceive comments because a lot of the reason that I'm so successful is that I let things roll off my shoulder because I'm chill, right? And we're talking about how to be more chill. So when you get negative comments, when you get people who don't understand what you do, or just remember that this is not about you. When someone's saying something about you, it's about their own perception, their own limiting beliefs, their own thoughts. So don't take things personally. That's another way to be more chill. And then the, the last thing I want to share about how to be more chill is to remember that this is all a game. I, have, I live by a paradox, and that is <laughs> everything matters and nothing matters. And at first you might be like, what? (laughs) But if you spend time thinking about it, this can solve so many problems for you. If you're making something, it all depends on what results you're getting, right? If you're making something matter so much that it's stressing you out, you're losing sleep, you need to come back to the middle where nothing matters, right? Like it's all fine, everything works out. But if you're always in that it's all fine, everything works out, you're not going to create what you want, right? So that it's just like just like this whole conversation about being chill and ambitious, everything matters, nothing matters is a way to live that in real time. Right? The the way that I think about online business is that it is just a game. And some of you might have some resistance to that and I would just question why. I would spend time thinking about why does that trigger me? And if you resonate with it and you like that idea, I would really hone in on it. I would really think about, yeah, like this is just a game. This is like a video game. I'm just trying to get to the next level for fun, not because my worth is tied to it, not because my it matters so deeply um, that I have to freak out every every minute of every day, right? Everything matters, nothing matters. Choose to be more chill. And now that we've covered how to be more chill, <laughs> let's dive into how to be more ambitious. And I'm going to just ask you a series of questions, and this is some good self-coaching if you want to spend time thinking about these questions. But the first one I want to ask you, to be more ambitious, are you getting the results you say you want? And to just be really honest with whatever answer comes up, because if you are, you're probably good on the ambitious part. But if you want to be more ambitious, if you know you need to lean into your your more ambitious side, I would just ask, you know, am I actually getting the results I say I want? And then the next question would be, am I actively working towards that, right? Like, are you actually taking action? Are you investing? Are you taking, you know, consistent, massive action? Are you making plans, right? Are you putting yourself in situations where that could become an actual possibility? 
That's something only you can answer. Um, and am I, am I being honest with myself about what I want? And this is a conversation I have with a lot of clients and it goes both ways, right? Some women actually want to build a six or seven figure business, but they've been pretending that they don't, they've been hiding in their chill side, right? Like it doesn't really matter. I'm okay if I don't, but if they dug a little, they'd find that they're actually more ambitious than that. And you have to know and be comfortable with that answer, right? Like, what do you actually want? But the other side is true too, right? Like I've worked with clients who, when they dug a little, they're like, actually, you know, I'm good with working five hours a week, making 20 grand a year. And that was such a big realization for them because it gave them that freedom to let go of all the expectations that didn't actually fit according to their desires. And so part of honoring your ambitious side is to knowing how ambitious you actually are. Because um, it's easy for me. I'm very ambitious. So I'm always you know, investing. I'm always jumping in the next container, trying new things, testing, tweaking, um, making it better and pushing myself. That's very easy for me. Um, because I'm really clear about where I'm going. And so if you're not clear about where you're going, you're not going to know how to rise to meet your ambition. And so if you want to be more ambitious because you're not getting the results you want, you have to be clear about what results you actually want. Okay. So spend time with that. Like, don't just passively listen to this podcast. Like, I hope you actually change from this podcast. Yeah. I hope you actually do this work. I hope you actually spend the time thinking about what you actually want. And are you being true to your ambition? Okay. The next question, I'm just going to ask it and I want you to have a gut response to it. (laughs) Are you holding back? Yes or no? What areas of your life are you settling? This was such a big one for me when I started my, my business. I realized I had really settled because when I was in college, I was so ambitious. I had big dreams. I wanted to be making money. You know, I wanted to be married. I wanted to have all these things. And I had like a little checklist, not an actual checklist, but a mental checklist of things that I wanted to create in my life. And a business actually was one of them. I just thought I wanted to be a therapist, right? And then when I dropped out of school to stay home, I kind of let that part of me die, but it was still there. And so I found myself settling and it wasn't being true. So I needed to tap back into the ambitious side of me, right? Um, so are you settling? And in what part of your life are you settling? And are you okay with that? Remember, this is all about ambitious. Go back and listen to the chill questions if you need more chill. But this is about being more ambitious. Um, the next question I want to ask you that you will know immediately <laughs> when you hear the question. Are you hiding? And... That was a really hard pill for me to swallow when I first got started on social media because I was like, no, I'm showing up. But I wasn't really. I wasn't really there. I wasn't showing up as my authentic self. And so if you're hiding, first, don't have judgment. It's just, let's just make an observation about yourself. Do you know that there's more you can offer, more you can say, more polarizing content you can create, more assertiveness that you can use and execute on in your marketing or in your conversations, right? Are you hiding? Um, this is more of a tactical thing to be a more ambitious, but schedule the massive action. When I was talking about how to be more chill, I talked about scheduling nothing, scheduling downtime. But if you want to be more ambitious, you need to be scheduling massive action. This is the uncomfortable stuff. If you want to be signing clients, you need to be having conversations that lead to a consult or having consults with people that lead to a yes or a no now, right? That like, there's, there's no way of getting around that. If you want to be signing one-on-one clients, you need to be in the conversation with potential clients as often as possible. That is how you sign clients, right? But if you're selling a program or, you know, a course, other things, 
You need to be creating content. You need to be selling actively on your social media platforms or to your email list. However, you've chosen to, to sell, you need to be in the massive action. You do not need to be tweaking your website or fiddling around with your branding or um, any of the things that aren't creating what you want to, you know, that won't lead to the results you want to create. Because even if there's resistance, it usually means you're probably about to do something that will actually move the needle. So I would use resistance as a, okay, this is a good thing to work on. If you have resistance, you're about to work on something that's actually going to move the needle. There's a really great book about resistance and it's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Highly recommend it if you haven't read it before, but it's all about like how artists and creators feel this resistance when they're about to create something and how normal it is also how to overcome it. And the only way to overcome it is to stick with it. (laughs) So if you know you need to, you know, you're about to launch a webinar, you're about to sell a new program or start Facebook ads or launch a podcast or sell your one-on-one, whatever it is, what action would actually create that result? Do it. And when you feel resistance, welcome it. This is the being ambitious, right? You're going to do it anyway. Um, And you can do all the thought work you want around this, but there's nothing that can compensate for actually doing the work. I love studying a lot of attraction. I love studying thought work, but nothing can replace the action. You can't just feel good all day, right? You have to do the action piece to make it a reality. So what are you resisting? What are you avoiding? How can you commit to doing it very soon? And that's kind of what I have for you for how to be ambitious. This is something that I think is such a personal journey. I just wanted to offer some questions for self-reflection about how to be more ambitious. I think you know the strategies. Most of it involves action and the ambitious piece, right? Doing the things that you're avoiding, taking all the resistance work and pushing through it. Um, And then also like giving yourself the rest. And actually that's really a great introduction to the next phase of what I want to talk about, which is how to blend being chill and ambitious together. I believe in the blending. I believe in the balance. My coach calls it the both and life. And I love that because I think that that's where we want to sit, right? We want to be both chill and ambitious. And so I really want to talk about cycles and rhythms, not about like female cycles or anything. And there's plenty of coaches who have amazing content about that. In fact, maybe I should have them on my podcast to talk about it. If you're a cycles coach, like, let me know. We can talk. Um, I'm just going to be talking about like the cycles of peak performance and rest, but also rhythms. And as a mom, I really learned this, that there's like cycles and rhythms to my day with my kids. And, um, you know, we have like routines and things that are very rhythmic. So it's repeatable, it's predictable, and I can get what I need done over and over and over again. Like, and even like you can think of chores as very rhythmic. Like every week I do laundry, every day I make breakfast, right? Like there's like a lot of rhythms and cycles in our day to day, but this is true about chill and ambitious in business as well. So for example, content is a daily rhythm for me. I create an Instagram post, I get on Instagram stories. Podcast is a weekly rhythm for me. Um, And you can kind of see that that's how I stay in flow. Like I, I keep going, I keep creating, I keep showing up and I get the results that I want. Um, And so that's an important question to remember. Like, are you creating the results that you want with your current cycles and rhythms in business? Um, And if you're not, what tweaks can you make? You always have to do the gut check. What are my results? And this can go both ways. You know, maybe you're getting great business results, but you have no friends. Maybe you're creating money, but your health sucks. 
And I'm not judging. I've been there. <laughs> I have made sacrifices for my business that I wasn't actually comfortable with when I really got down to it. And so what I want to offer is that there is a way to have all of it, maybe not right at once. And maybe you are choosing to sacrifice, you know, time with your kids so that you can get your business off the ground. Just remember that there's also seasons. And that's another, you know, thing that I want to talk about with being chill and ambitious is sometimes there are seasons of being more chill and seasons of being more ambitious. And I've I've seen this, my husband has type one diabetes and I don't know how much we've talked about that, but I see his honoring of seasons and I don't just mean like fall and winter I also mean like a daily when you're tired rest when you're sick rest when something bad happens take a break that's okay that's a season even if it's like a day or a week you know you need that season of rest um my daughter's about to go into kindergarten and I see this season of my life changing and I'm trying to honor it right maybe in business like you like I've seen this play out with coaches who sign a lot of clients all at once right They have a season of lots of selling and then a season of just caring for the clients that already said yes. And they have a season of not selling. That's another example. So cycles, rhythms, and seasons in your business is how you blend being chill and ambitious. And this is something that is an art, not a science. This is something that's going to take time to figure out what works for you. Always come back to the powerful gut check question. What are my results that I'm getting and am I okay with that or what do I need to change? And I think that constant evaluation from a place of deep love and compassion, not judgment, will change your life. Not just your business, but your life. Like, am I getting the results that I want? What is this costing me? What are my gains? Am I okay with that? Am I comfortable with that? Especially for the woman that wants it all. They want the family life. They want the spiritual life. They want to have fun and play. They want business success. You know, you can't have it all immediately, but you can create a life where that is your reality, where you have it all, where you have the business, where you have the free time, where you have the money, where you have the health. Like you can do it. There are examples of this. And that was actually my last um, bullet point is find people who you can model, find business you know, models that you can adopt, find health coaches, find family coaches, or find just people that you admire and model it. This is something I really learned from Tony Robbins. He's like, model success. (laughs) Why would you try to reinvent the wheel when there's people who are already doing what you want to do? And so one of the things that I like to do is find mentors. Sometimes I pay them. Sometimes I don't. doesn't really matter. Um, that I, they have the results that I want in a particular area. So I'm just going to share a few of mine that really inspire me. Like Brendan Burchard and his deep desire to serve through his content has always inspired me, right? So when I think of how I want to be consistent and just be committed to a mission, I think of Brendan Burchard, who shows up every day writing posts, who shows up every day in his Instagram, on his podcast. Like he's just very, very consistent because he's on a mission, Tony Robbins, I feel like he's like a renaissance man. Like he has results in every area of his life and it's very inspiring. I love how he is very service oriented and he shows up for his family, but he also has a big heart for his clients and he's been at this for a very long time. Um, I really love Russell Brunson and how he markets and how consistent he is, right? Like I, I model a lot of what he does in different ways, different books that I've read. Um, I'm in a program called the Alpha Femme Experience with Melanie Ann Lair, and I love how deep she is and how she combines principles from like the law of attraction and energetics and like just straight business advice and coaching, right? I really like blending that. I have a few different 
health coaches that I follow and functional medicine doctors that I follow. Um, right. Like, I guess I just, I wanted to say that because I have people that I model and I learn from in lots of different areas. I also have my own personal coach. I had my own personal trainer. Um, so there's like mentors that are far away and there's people that you can hire to get you faster results and to calibrate to their energy and their way of doing things in a way that will allow you to collapse time and create the results you want faster. That's what I do for my clients. That's what you guys do for your clients. And so even as you're listening to this, think about how this can apply to you personally, but also how you can bring this to your clients, right? How can you help them get faster results? How, who are they trying to calibrate to? How can you help them calibrate faster? I think this is one way to do it is just to model people. What are they doing? Why does it work? How can I do it? <laughs> right? Um, because I think the chill and ambitious life, and, and you're going to notice too, some of your mentors, some of your coaches are going to have one part figured out and other parts not figured out. And that's okay. Calibrate to what they're doing right and what you want from them. And then let the rest go and find other people who fill in those gaps, right? No one is perfect. <laughs> um, there's, there's very few people in this world who have it every single box checked. But find the people who have the boxes that you want to check and like learn from them, study their work, get obsessed with how they do things and their process and their framework and how they think about things. That's one thing that has made me very successful is that I see what people do well and I learn from them about that thing. And then I find what other someone else does well and I learn about them from that or learn from them about that thing, right? And I just keep doing this and I think this is how you can create rapid results. I also think this is how you become well-rounded. And to finish this podcast, this is how you become chill and ambitious. Learn from people who teach Zen. Learn from people who teach presence. One of my master teachers is Eckhart Tolle. He has a book called The Power of Now and a new earth. Both of those books really taught me about how to be more chill in the deeply present way, deeply spiritual way. I have lots of business coaches that help me sharpen my ambition and take massive action and things like that. And then I have high performance coaches that I follow and mentors that I read their books and take their programs about money and health. And there's just so many different ways to calibrate to both being chill and ambitious And this is my way of sharing and contributing to that conversation for you guys. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you find a way to be chill and ambitious. There is a way to do both. And that is how you create amazing results, not just in business, but really leaving your mark with your family, creating a legacy that you're proud of in every area and every arena of your life. That's what it's all about. It is not just about business success, even though I know that's what a lot of you are here to learn about. Um, I think you can have it all. Maybe not in an instant but you can. You can create a life that you're proud of and a business that creates the success success that you want by learning how to be chill and ambitious. Okay? Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk, I'll catch you next week. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high-level, higher-ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, Pro Coach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned, high-level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.